0: John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the
2: show. Oh, he's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I f***ed <laughs> that <up>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll do it, Start again. Start again. Ready? <laughs> right. well, welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan,
2: the International Comedy Podcast.
1: (laughs) Can you believe that uh, even after thirty odd episodes, still messing up the opening?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can too. (laughs) Full, full. Are you drunk?
2: (laughs) No, unfortunately not. (laughs) How about you? No, no. Tired, yes, but not drunk.
1: (laughs) How's everything going?
2: Yeah, so my wife and youngest daughter finally came to England um, on Thursday, so... Oh,
1: yeah, that must be great. And terrible in equal measure.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's great, because obviously, you know, you miss your family. and But I've got used to being like a single dad with one child, and we've got everything sort of...
1: I was just going to say a quick... Uh a quick uh, update for those list any new listeners uh john is currently living in england with one daughter and his wife is living in japan uh, with another daughter and they can't live in england together because of the bureaucracy of the uh of the tory party basically
2: yeah rather than that we don't actually love each other
1: <laughs> yeah i mean there are times where she hates you but she always loves you
2: yeah yeah well yeah we're not going to get a divorce so she's come over anyway so we're going to spend the summer together for till the end of August and then she's going to have to go back uh, because of the British government but anyway so I've got used to having me and my five-year-old we've got our routines and life's pretty chilled but now I've got my two-year-old here my wife and just everything just goes crazy so it was so crazy in fact that yesterday I was driving to take my daughter to her Japanese lesson in Leeds and we have to go on the motorway and when we were driving in the car, one of them had farted. One of the two kids—I don't know who it was—but it stank. And
1: oh, hang on, you're letting your wife off the hook here.
2: <laughs> well, it came from behind. She sits in the passenger seat. It was definitely someone on the back seat. Um,
1: <laughs> I see. <laughs>
2: and in my sort of confusion to figure out who it was, I ended up driving down the, getting on the wrong exit of the motorway and driving in the <laughs> opposite direction to where I was going. Um, and it's a 10-mile... No way! 10 miles until the next turn-off. So I had to... It was basically a 20-mile hey, mistake.
1: On, when, when you said you were going down the wrong way, you don't mean you were going against the traffic?
2: No, no. Like I Like an, an old
1: woman who's, like, deranged.
2: <laughs> who's going to just plough and kill loads of people. No. Uh, although, to be fair, I felt like doing <laughs> it. Uh, no, I just... Uh, <laughs> two. yeah... 20 miles um in the wrong the wrong direction yeah that it It was especially it was especially galling because i just said to my wife you know i'd be making that trip every saturday morning without fail um you know don't need sat nav anymore and like i was like yeah i could do it in 30 minutes now i've got it down pat i know you know where to go the quickest way and all that sort of stuff and then end up turning off and heading towards manchester instead of leeds so yeah Added an extra sort of 30 minutes to my journey.
1: <laughs> which is which is brilliant when you've got two young children in the back of the car.
2: Well, my wife was just sat there so smug, you know. Uh, I thought you said you never make a mistake. <laughs> as so, uh, yeah. How about you? How's things going with you? Uh, yeah, no, everything's fine. Uh,
1: talking about uh, family smugness. I had, but I had a r- r- strange request from my wife today. I was making a cup of coffee. And I said to her, "Would you like uh Would you like a cup of tea or coffee?" And she said, "No, I don't want tea or coffee. I'd like a cup of hot water with ice cubes in it."
2: Oh, that sounds like some Japanese thing that makes uh, sense to Japanese people. Why? <laughs> I
1: was like, "Well, you mean do you just want some cold cold water?"
2: <laughs> well, do you, why not just hot? Because I've got a I've got an aunt who um, she only drinks black coffee, and whenever I make it for her. Uh, So after I've made it, she'll just go, can you just pour some cold water in there from the tap? Just, I don't know why, because I understand the reason. She's like, oh, well, I want to drink it straight away. Um, But it does make me think, why don't I just use hot water from the tap? (laughs) To make the coffee, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just just use hot tap water. She'd never know. Well, I was very
1: tempted to do that myself today, but the way our kitchen's laid out, my wife could see what I was doing from where she was sat, so... It was. Uh, I was being scrutinised carefully that the boiling water was boiled properly and the ice cubes. Ah. And, I, and then, when actually, when I leaned down to get the ice cubes out of the ice tray from the freezer, I was picking them out with my hand. And she said she couldn't see, but she knew full well. She said, "Don't use your hand. Use the scoop." <laughs> and my response was, "Of course, I am using the scoop." <laughs> yeah. And I reached for the scoop. <laughs> Anyway, it's a good, uh, it's a good job she doesn't listen to this podcast, I suppose. Yeah.
2: So, what's on today's show?
1: Um, it's actually it's normally at this point that I would say, uh, well, today we have a packed show. But a listener from Australia got in touch, and he said, I, I've got a feeling he might have binged a few episodes in a row. And he said, uh-huh. uh, you know, he said he's enjoying the show, but he said every time, every time John asks what's on today's show, I always without fail respond with well today we have a packed show
2: <laughs> oh it's not as if this is scripted to be fair but i suppose to... <laughs> and it's, it's not like you to repeat material <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I feel, I, I'm feeling under a little pressure now to uh, mix up the, <laughs> the, the the word usage. Uh, so um, if you'd like to ask me again what's on today's show, I'd like to dazzle.
2: All right. Um, so what's on today's show then? Well,
1: today we have a. <laughs> today we have a full show. It doesn't work, does it? No. <laughs> anyway, um, today we have we have some uh, news stories, we have some adverts, we have uh, oh we have a brand new segment that is going to blow your mind, and uh, we have some stand-up comedy from Mark Bailey. But of course, first this. This is JNSNJ News. So uh, today's news story has been found by John. I don't know what today's news story is, but before we started recording, John says to me, uh, I've got a story for today. Uh, it's a little bit dark. And <laughs> when John says that, well, frankly, it makes me quite worried. <laughs> so um, if, if what follows is a long, long succession of beeps, then, well, that's John McBride's fault. <laughs> John, what, what have you got for me?
2: Yeah, well, I suppose this story is um, a bit like my own stand-up. I guess it's a bit dark, uh, but it is very self-depreciating, and in the end, there's a happy ending. But I should, as a disclaimer, not not funny though. No, not funny. Well, <laughs> sick sickos might find it funny. As a as a disclaimer, I just want to say that John and Sam in Japan, we do not in any way condone the use of domestic violence. But this okay. story,
1: they're <laughs> foreboding. Uh...
2: Yeah, well, this is from Japan, uh, and it says, Man assaults wife after learning she trolled his YouTube videos for six months. Now, of (laughs) course, uh, domestic violence is never a funny thing, but it says the Oita District Court has opened the trial of a 44-year-old man who stands accused of confining and assaulting his 36-year-old wife in their Enokuma area apartment after he learned that she'd been sabotaging his attempts to become a YouTuber for over half a year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah let's make it clear what we're laughing at here is not the domestic violence it's no. the trolling
2: <laughs> it's the trolling uh, and it it is quite brilliant she says prior to the incident the man had began posting videos highlighting some of Oita City's restaurants and sightseeing spots and collecting revenue from the number of views he got on YouTube However, in addition to clicks, he was also getting several offensive and negative comments such as idiot and, this is why I chose this story, baldy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, in March of this year, he learned that it was his own wife who was typing the insults and found out that she'd, asked, <laughs> she'd also asked acquaintances to leave offensive comments as well. Um, <laughs> This is the dark bit. Unfortunately, enraged by the discovery, the man bound his wife's arms and legs with whatever he could find, such as tape. He then allegedly kicked her in the face, causing injuries which Ooh. lasted up to a month. That's the Blimey. bad part of the story. Um, he was arrested and he admitted to the the, uh, the attack. Um, and he was actually sentenced to two years in prison.
1: Uh, yeah, good,
2: good. <laughs> uh, good. But I thought just for, for the... Uh, posterity i thought i'd read i'd leave some of the online comments read some of the online comments that the people have had to say about this um some oh, of these yeah. are absolute genius at least he got comments i can't get any on my videos said <laughs> one poster <laughs> another said it looks like baldy's going to prison <laughs> uh he wants to be a youtuber and he's 44 um he said. <laughs> I've just come to learn that anybody who identifies themselves as a YouTuber should be dealt with very delicately. They tend to be live wires.
1: You can add podcasters to that list. Yes.
2: Um, (laughs) These next two are definitely not typed by me. Surely calling someone baldy in public is a form of abuse too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Since when does being bald prohibit one from being a YouTuber? I don't know. And um, and this this one... uh, well this is the last one i figured it was just common sense that if i call anyone baldy they will attack me <laughs> 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 so i don't know what goes on in Oita, <laughs> but yeah so it's safe to say that the uh the marriage is now i guess over um, yeah DLB, uh...
1: does it give like any indication about how he found out it was his wife doing it like did she confess or did he walk in on her like red-handed typing the baldy comment on youtube
2: <laughs> no well it looks like uh, it was because a friend who she'd asked to request uh, she'd requested to do a similar thing um let the cat out of the bag So, uh, yeah, she got grassed up by one of their, Ah, I'm guessing, mutual acquaintances. Um, which mutual friend. Ah, I mean, that that would be quite genius if I found out that your wife had been asking my wife to just leave reviews of this podcast saying it's shit. (laughs) Or to be fair, it could be either of our wives. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, probably in I, collaboration.
2: Well, yeah, uh, especially if it was boldy comments, it'd be my wife, wouldn't it? Really, because you've got you've got you've got lovely hair.
1: Yeah, my hair's pretty good, but it could be that could be my wife trying to cover her tracks. She's, she's <laughs> even though she drinks hot water with ice, she's smart.
2: <laughs> yeah, I uh, well, I just hope that the guys uh, learned his lesson after his uh, hair brush with the law. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was J&S in J
3: News.
1: Right, it's time for a new segment for the show. Um, One of my old friends, his name is Andrew Stubbs. He's a British guy. He's living in Australia. And he's the manager of the Heffron Hawks, which is a football team or soccer team out there in Australia. Um, He's been keeping... He's an old school friend of mine. And we are in a WhatsApp group together with some old other uh, old schoolmates. And he's been keeping us up to date with what's been going on with the Heffron Hawks so far this season. And I thought... This is turning into quite an interesting little soap opera, so I thought it would be good to invite him onto the show and get him to give us uh, monthly or bi-monthly
2: updates about how the Hawks are getting on. So, what are they? Are they? Uh, uh, are they uh, is it like Aussie rules, or is it rugby, or is it soccer football? No,
1: yeah, soccer football, football association, right. soccer football. And when <laughs> uh, when when we were at schools, uh, his name's Andrew Stubbs, but known as Stubbsy. Yeah, uh, he's the gaffer. Uh, he's he'd be 38 or 39 years old now. And it's a, the, the team he plays for, and he's a player manager, the team he plays for Ooh, and manages. That's a rarity. Yeah, yeah. It's a no age limit team. So it can go down. So there's young guys there playing 20, 25, 27, you know, so they're fit and he's 38. And I'm assuming he became the manager just so that he would be guaranteed a place in the starting lineup. <laughs> um, he's uh when we were young, he was always a good player. And, yeah, I think that he's probably making a really good manager. I've seen some of his team talks, and uh, he's doing well. And the Hawks—they're soaring up the league. Where are they based? In Heffron, in New South Wales, near Sydney.
2: Oh, right, near Sydney. All oh, right.
1: Yeah, so he's he's working over there, uh, and in his spare time, he's masterminding the Hawks' rise to superstardom. <laughs> right. Um, If you want to find out more about the Heffron Hawks, you can go to their Facebook page, uh, Heffron Hawks, and they've also got an Instagram, so check them out there. Uh, But the main place you can keep up with all that's going on with the Heffron Hawks is here with John and Sam in Japan. And I've got a jingle. G'day, I'm the Heffron Hawks number one fan. Heffron is in Maroubra, New South Wales, Australia and we rule the Eastern Suburbs Football Association All-Age Men's Sunday League. We're called the Hawks because we soar like an eagle. Well, like a hawk. We'll rip your team apart with our claws, and we're really good at making nests. Our players are from every corner of the globe, and our manager is a pong. I know what you're thinking, but he's alright though. No,
0: no, no. Na, na, na. and we all
4: love
0: We're gonna score one more than you, Hefron.
3: Hi everyone. Today we are playing a team called East FC, who are located in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Highly original team name, as you can tell. They are currently in sixth position in the table. We are currently in second position. There are 10 teams in our division and we've currently played eight games of this season. We always have a tough game against East, so we're looking to see how we get on today. We've won our last four games in a row, so we're looking to see if we can make this five out of five. Bit of late team news just in. Tommy, one of our Irish players, Uh, has phoned in. He's not going to make it today. He is uh, being out all last night drinking, uh, and unfortunately, he's not going to make it, even though it's a three o'clock kickoff in the afternoon. Another late dropout is Stevie Olive. He sold his house yesterday, uh, and he's been out celebrating last night as well. So unfortunately, he's not going to make it today either. So even with a couple of players missing, I still think we can Get the three points. I still think we can get the win. Looking forward to see how we do. See if we can bring home the bacon. 20 minutes into the game now. And as I said at the start, East are a very difficult team to break down. There hasn't been many chances so far. We have had one good chance where Dario broke down the left-hand side crossed it into the far post where Rick was waiting jumped up to head it home but just missed the post a lot of people ask me what Rick's short for I think it's because he's got small legs but he's a top goal scorer so looking forward to see what he can do today his full name is actually Ricardo as well 30 minutes gone in the second half now. We just can't seem to break the deadlock. Neither team has been able to score. Our goalkeeper Dix will be very, very happy with this. No one has scored. A bit like himself on a Friday night with the ladies. No score. And there it is final whistle has just gone here very very cagey game chances at both ends but it was a bit like a game of chess between the grandmaster gary kasparov and another chess player no checkmate for either team here today the final score remains nil nil so it was a deadlock game just couldn't break them down we had chances just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net which ultimately what it's all about not sure what that's going to do to the table. We'll have to have a little look later on, see what that does to our position. I think we may hang on to second place. We may drop one place to third spot, but we'll have to see. Good performance from the lads. Really, really did well. Uh Did well to keep East at bay for the majority of the game. They didn't really have many chances. We were the, probably the better team on paper, better team on the pitch. Score ends nil-nil. We go again next week. Thanks guys for joining myself, Stubsy, in the eastern suburbs of Sydney with Heffron Hawks. We'll see you in a few weeks' time. Back to the studio.
2: <laughs> Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O T2. Prince talk a shit over a cup of tea, probably a spot of milk and a crumpet please. With something else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right. And now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was, what is the name of something that you always say wrong? Um, So has anybody been in touch with us, Sam?
1: Alex from England got in touch. He said once while they were out having dinner for dessert, his dad ordered profiteroles. Instead of saying profiteroles, he said, I'd like some peripherals. (laughs) The family have taken the piss out of him so much since, he now no longer knows which is the correct version. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Excellent. (laughs)
1: How about you? Anyone get in touch?
2: Uh, Yeah, this one. uh, So uh, a girl called Sarah got in touch via uh, Gmail, but I think this is a bit of plagiarism. She said that her four-year-old refers to uh, roosters as alarm chickens, but I think I've seen that on the internet somewhere, so I think she's just robbed that off a meme. Uh, but thank you thank you for getting <laughs> thank you for getting <laughs> touching us um,
1: oh John calling out the listeners for <laughs> plagiarism
2: <laughs> I know, who'd have thought it
1: <laughs> Sarah Sarah if you did not plagiarise that you should uh, comment under this podcast that John is a baldy <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> and don't worry I'm not going to come around and tape you up and kick you in the face
1: <laughs> um Oh, I had another one uh, that, that came in. It said, uh, my wife is a non-native English speaker. Her English level is very high, but she always mixes up the words he and she. This makes understanding what she's talking about extremely difficult. <laughs> I know. It's probably one of those that when, when his wife was young and she was learning, like, she just mixed them up when she was, I don't know, 12 years old and ever since in her brain i oh, have yeah. <laughs> just been wrong.
2: <laughs> uh, like, well, make sure she doesn't go to a transgender party because that could all end in tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Or, or maybe she'd fit right in. Doesn't, <laughs> yeah. No one knows which pronoun to use anymore anyway, so no. it'd be perfect.
2: Uh, my my younger brother, even though he's a fully grown adult with a highly respectable job, he always says the word supposedly instead of supposedly. No <laughs> how, yeah. No matter how many times I tell him, And I suppose for me, one well, it's not something that I get wrong, but it's something which causes untold confusion with my missus being Japanese, is because I'm from the north, uh, I refer to the meals of the day as breakfast, dinner, and tea. So tea is what other people refer to as dinner. So tea is tea time. So quite (laughs) often, um, uh, especially in the early days, when I'd say to her, what's for tea? Uh, And she would just look at me and say something like, i don't know water milk sugar tea <laughs> bags. yeah um but even now uh she quite it's just the way she's like um do you want tea as in do you want dinner which is just a ridiculous question <laughs> of course i do i'm not just gonna go to bed without eating
1: well you will if you've been a naughty boy
2: yeah true <laughs> So, yeah, that causes uh, untold confusion. And also, because at school, we call it school dinners up north rather than school lunch. Right. So, quite often, I'll say to my daughter, what have you had for dinner? And uh, my wife will be like, we haven't had it yet, kind of. I haven't cooked it yet, you know, freaking out. And I'm like, it's all right. I'm not on about that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah.
1: (laughs) And what... just for clarity's sake, um, I know you say breakfast, dinner, and tea. The correct yeah. version, of course, is breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
2: So, do you have Christmas lunch then?
1: Well, yeah, I, yeah, we have Christmas lunch. Ah, oh, right. I'd say so. Most yeah. people. Most what would you people, say?
2: Most people call it Christmas dinner, don't they? I mean, that is the correct thing to say.
1: Well, that's because they plan to have it at lunchtime, but they've uh, overstretched their <laughs> cooking schedule, and it ends up coming out at seven pm.
2: <laughs> no, nobody has Christmas. Dinner at seven PM. Christmas dinner's always kind of lunchtime, isn't it?
1: They they do. Last uh, two years ago, I went to a friend of ours' house uh, in Chigasaki. You know Mr. Bean well. Mm.
2: And
1: uh, when, when we got there, the, the the turkey was on the balcony, thawing in a tub of water, and it was solidly frozen.
2: Oh well, and to be honest, this is not the first time he's done that, is it? I mean, I I remember going around Mr. Bean's house for Christmas and um. Walking in there, and he's just like completely frazzled. I don't know what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, I ended up cooking. <laughs> and yeah, it was after it was after five o'clock before we had Christmas dinner that time.
1: Yeah, so that that really is Christmas dinner. Yeah. <laughs> How about for you? Uh for me, so one of mine is uh I once made uh I live in Japan, so I speak a little bit of Japanese, and there's the word, the Japanese word for complaint. And the Japanese word for vagina is extremely similar. It's one letter different. Well, it's not
2: vagina, is it? It's the, it's the, it's the Japanese c word, so it's much yeah, more. Yeah, it's the fe- Japanese
1: c word. Yeah, so it's it is much Japanese c word. Uh, Yeah. So, and you know, often yeah, you know, the, the word complaint comes up from time to time in business or when you're at a restaurant or something. But every single time I go to use the word complaint, which is a c-word but not the c-word <laughs> <laughs> um, i have to like pause for at least 10 seconds to make sure that i'm not gonna say
2: <laughs> well that reminds me actually of one of uh they got one of the guys that i knew in japan called paul and he told a story about how um there's that drink that japanese people have which is like uh grass and is it uh what's it called and it's, uh, yeah, 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 and he um was once teaching a group of junior high school students and they were asking what he liked to drink for breakfast and he said manjiru, which translates as pussy juice and um, (laughs) as he he was saying it the kids started laughing and there was a Japanese teacher stood there next to him looking at him going like what are you talking about and as he'd said it he (laughs) realised what he'd done but rather than uh, kind of you know admitted it was made a mistake he just doubled down on it and started shouting it even louder (laughs) saying I like you know (laughs) how about you do you drink it? Um... and then at the end he said the kids were just crying with laughter and he said he just carried on straight face yeah and i think we should probably leave it there <laughs> yeah i'd say so And now it's time for this episode's stand-up featuring comic Mark Bailey. I think you're going to enjoy this. So I have this
4: um, nephew, and he has ADD, he has Attention Deficit Disorder. And uh, it's actually not funny, but that's not going to stop me from making fun of it. It's actually true, so he does have Attention Deficit Disorder. His his, his parents actually aren't that... uh, Walty, they they were so poor that he couldn't pay attention that's how poor they were Aww. oh come on Aww. and his name his name is Luke his name is Luke but we call him Luke look. <laughs> <laughs> look. Look. the ice cream truck look cuz he has attention deficit disorder right <laughs> I get it. yeah what? that's the one that's the one okay and so he has trouble learning he has a learning disability and so he learned the alphabet but only half of it and he doesn't know why Oh come on! Uh, why? 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 Why did you tell that joke? Why? Why? Thank you. Oh come on. You don't like alphabet jokes? What was your initial reaction when I started talking? come on these alphabet jokes? Oh come on. You say, hey Bailey, why don't you abbreviate these alphabet jokes? I bet you don't have any more. Come on, it's not like it's a capital offense. Come on. Oh, you know that. Don't font, don't font from these, from these <laughs> alphabet jokes. People are going, oh, if you're doing the alphabet jokes. See you later. Uh. P U, Bailey, P U with the alphabet jokes. Bailey with the alphabet jokes. What? W T F. Come on. L O, L O, L O. What do you say these alphabet jokes are empty? Is that what you saying? Thank you. <laughs> yes. <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you so much. Oh, come on. Some of these Alphabet jokes are off-script. I know that. Come on, I, am I out of order with these alphabet jokes? Oh, come on, I would like to thank you to Thank you for letting me do these alphabet jokes. And make sure you don't take them too literally. Okay, Seriously. No, really, if you don't like them, send me a letter. Send me a letter. And I promise to space them out in the future. Thank you so much. What do you say, like, these alphabet jokes are not your type? Uh, (laughs) They're good for vowel movement. uh, You know that. uh, I'd love to go on, I'd really love to go on with these (laughs) alphabet jokes, but I just got my cue. uh, Thank you, I'm Mark Bailey. Let's have some music.
1: Mark Bailey there, great stuff, I really enjoyed that. Uh, If you liked his comedy, then you have a great opportunity because on the 30th of June 2019 uh, in Osaka at Tins Hall, he is performing his 25th anniversary comedy show. Um, If you want to get down there, uh, there's great drinks and food and all that sort of stuff. It says... uh, They always return to the scene of the crime and Mark Bailey celebrates 25 years of comedy performances in Japan by returning to his roots, Tins Hall, the first place he ever performed stand-up comedy in Japan 25 years ago join Mark and comedic guests from Nagoya, Osaka and Tokyo for a one-time only night of laughter in Japan's hardest-working city. I beg to disagree. Uh, I beg to differ. It probably is Tokyo, the hardest-working city. But anyway, he says doors open at 6 and the show is from 8 till 10. Uh, Yeah, so that's going to be a great one. If you want to find out more about that, you can go to the website NagoyaComedy.com or just Google Mark Bailey. Um, Also, he has a podcast called The Talk Fire Funny podcast, uh, which is definitely worth a listen. Uh, so that just leaves me to say uh, thanks to everyone who was involved with uh, today's show. Thanks, Mark Bailey, for his comedy. Thanks to Stubbsy, for his detailed analysis and rundown about the Heffron Hawks. And, of course, thanks to all of you listeners out there.
2: All right. And then for next episode's burning question, it's uh, what is the most annoying co workers' behavior you've had to experience? Uh, anything else? Nope. I think that's all. All right. Catch, catch you, you later. later.
0: It is time to go That's the end of the show If you liked it, write a review
2: Five stars or F you
0: And if you want to get in touch We'd like that very much Send a tape of your comedy Not a tape, just an MP3 Send us some comedy Or a song that is funny Send us your favourite
2: bit But we don't want your dick pics
0: It is time to go That's the end of the show Tell your friends and your family
2: Or even the people you're married
0: You should join in Answer the burning question. Send a new story. Preferably it's something we can find about. We're on the social media sites, Facebook and Twitter, day and night. It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com. But
2: if you do this, then maybe, just maybe, Sam will put his clothes back on.
0: John and Sam in Japan, the International Comedy Podcast.